Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. What is he going to say, huh? I know, right? <laughs> and John. How's it going? He gave me the look. <laughs> hey, I've never seen him cut his eyes over at me before. He did today. Just now? Yeah, he was like, and Sean. Oh, he... Chris did. Yeah, not oh. you. You would know if you cut your eyes at me. I suppose. I'd be. I'd see a red mark on my face all of a sudden. What does that mean? You would slap me. I would not Ouch. slap you. We have a violent relationship. <laughs> That's not true. That's, uh, it's kind of, I was going to. It's a violent relationship out in the open and in the bedroom. <laughs> mm. well, I was trying because to Because at one of... time you beat the snot out of me in a bedroom. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good Fifty Shades reference. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fifty maybe, Shades. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Fifty Shades of Sean. Yeah. Ish. It's good stuff. Isn't it? Yeah. I got nothing this week. What do you mean? Well, I do. What do you mean? Well, I guess I like, I watch, I mean, unless like you include, I watched Paterno and nope. like some other TV uh, What movie. you got, John? <laughs> so <laughs> outside of that, I got nothing this week. I just realized I'm the only person that saw A Quiet Place. I wanted to go with you yesterday. Yeah. I appreciate the invite. Oh, here that goes. It's he, like he we, called me at like 345 and he was like, hey, we're going at five o'clock. And I was like, I'd love to go because I told him I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. But I had already agreed to go to my mom's house for dinner. And that was like at 630. So I couldn't go. It's a good dinner. Yeah. Oh, I, I will say loaf. that I'm a, I think the, the movie invite, if it's 15, 20 minutes out, it's still a valid invite. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if you want to go and you're free, that's plenty of time to get there. I yeah. did forget to invite you. I wouldn't want to go. Is it, isn't that a scary movie? It is. Yeah. Suspenseful-ish. Yeah. Very. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. I'm just yeah. a happy boy who wants like lollipops and balloons and yeah. stuff. Instead, I rewatched Spider-Man Homecoming while I was at my mom's house. Not a bad movie. I was like, oh, I movie. like the bet. Yeah, I was like, I like the end of that movie. That's also in my top five. Ooh. Movies of all pick? time or, or Spider-Man? Marvel, Marvel movies. Is oh. it your top Spider-Man movie? I still really love Spider-Man 2. You're supposed to say three. <laughs> we all know that's the best one because well, Spider Man Spider Man Three is not horrible. It's just it's just really busy. It's more of like the fact that when they decided to make evil Spider Man, you know, during that <laughs> little part, like their idea of evil was he got into jazz and he I thought had that, emo hair and all that. Do you? But I saw that in a crowded theater, and yeah. that and that went off beautifully in a crowded sure. theater. Sure, well, it, it, got, it got the laughs and all that stuff, but. I, I think the problem with my Marvy, Marvy, your old Marvy <laughs> movies with the Marvel movies is there's just so many of them. Yeah. And, and I, and they get rebooted sometimes like Spider-Man yeah. and I, I'm not, I don't care enough to keep up with it. Like I would something that I care about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm just like, eh, I didn't care for the amazing Spider-Man. And that was the one I think with, I wanted. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. I like the first one. I did not like the second one. Did not like the second one at all. Especially when we got to the part where I was like, he was battling Electro and it was pretty much like a DJ Rafe thing going yeah, on in the background. And I was like, and I love DJs and Rafe, but <laughs> I was like, this does not work right now. <laughs> These things should not be put together. But, but did you like it? Oh, God. Absolutely. A quiet place. A quiet place. <laughs> yeah. Um, John, John Krasinski. Jim. Uh, always a fan from Jim from The Office. But, mm-hmm. but this guy put on his acting chops and his directing chops at the same time. It, it, it's amazing what you can do with a film that has very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the script must have been hard to learn, but um, <laughs> there's one, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of great horror movies that rest mm-hmm. on their scares alone, mm-hmm. but this did the Shyamalan approach, not with the surprise ending. I mean, there's no surprise ending, but spoilers when Shyamalan yeah. is, when Shyamalan's good, 
Shyamalan? Shyamalan? Sure. Whatever. I thought he said Shyamalan. Are you, are you correcting me? That's what's funny about it. like Shyamalan. I was like, what is Shyamalan? I thought it was always Shyamalan. That is the greatest thing ever. Will you continue to say that for me? That's why I always thought it was. I know. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night. Thank you. When his movies are good, it's because not just the suspense is there, but the but the human relationships are right, there. Right. Mm-hmm. And this and this film really has a focus of giving you that human dynamic. This is about a family confined in a unexplained post post apocalyptic world and it's about it's about the family. Mm-hmm. Kind of like fam, that. Yo. Uh, I got that same feeling from uh the happening. Uh, with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, you did not. Where he was just walking around. Going, I actually, What's going on? <laughs> I like almost every M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, Lady in the Water is kind of... Mm, it's it's. But I almost like him. I, I think I'm just a fan of him. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I almost like all of them. I, can, I like a good number of them. Yeah. I mean, he's had some, obviously... What was that? That one with Will Smith? Uh, After movie. Earth or whatever oh, it was. yeah. I forgot that. About was that pretty one. bad. Yeah. Thanks uh, for bringing me that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then The Last Airbender was was him oh, as well. Yeah. I, I liked it. As I a fan of, a I fan of the it. series, I, I get it. I, I get it. Stand it. So I, and me knowing nothing about it, yeah. I was like, it's pretty cool. Yep, yep. It's pretty cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I would have loved to have <clears> seen him make that into a miniseries. I think they could have done a great job with that. But it is what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm a defender of M. Night. Yeah, all the way up to the village. The village. Mm-hmm. I thought the village was pretty decent as well. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable. Unbreakable is my personal favorite. I love Signs. Signs is good. Signs, so, Signs is a Signs is real good. Yeah. Signs okay. pretends like it's about it's about aliens, but it's really about a guy losing his faith. Yeah. I mean, aliens are simply a backdrop and a plot device to move that story forward, and I think it was brilliant. The yes, way they did I that. agree. So you Swing away, Gabriel. You don't. You That's don't right. think when the uh, aliens like in the house? <laughs> well, no. It's like it's like is, the end scene, but is like so those aliens. You know that, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like I, I might have a little. I might have had a little gasp when I saw that. It was freaky. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but these these creatures in, in a quiet place are man, hmm. really well done. Nice. Hmm. Well, good. Yeah, That's kind of crazy that two years running now. If you think about it, we've had a actor comedic actor turned director writer produce a great horror film last year was jordan peele with get out and now this year we have jim from the freaking office writing uh a quiet place and mm-hmm. directing it so i wonder who it will be next year i don't know but jim from the <laughs> Michael office Sarah. and his wife are a really good couple i love all yeah. i love most movies and things they do yeah she and that Emily helps blunts the, really that good. helps the yeah. film that really helps the film with the with the husband and wife dynamic for sure. It, it, there's there's not a lot of I mean I mean like you show up and pretend like you're married. I mean yeah, you, just, just a, you just go to your wife like you're right. okay. So in this scene, imagine they're about to kill our kid. Yeah. <laughs> funnel <Go>. funnel that. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Act one. Go. <laughs> I mean it's it's got me thinking about it even now. I just I've been thinking about it since I saw it yesterday. So I'm gonna go see it again. I've been thinking about yeah. you. Oh yeah. It's it's <laughs> just it's not that I've seen many films yeah, this year, but it's Ocean. my favorite film of 2018 so far. Ooh, it is early. Um, but most importantly, I, we were in EB Games today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this going to happen? You're going to do this, huh? And you know, didn't we Chris, sign an NDA? No. Are you you're not Chris, supposed to? We non disclosure. If yeah. you want me to cease and desist right now, I certainly will. I don't think we should. Okay. No, I mean, 
season this is. I think we should continue. <laughs> that was all fake. My concern was completely fake. Chris, I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're in a store, mm-hmm. you veer off to an unpopulated area of a store. And you let it go. And you ease out yeah. some air. Or you do like I did the last time we all went, and like as we were about to walk out, I let one rip and did not. That was care. that was not cool because you let it out of the door area where we all had to walk. Oh, I saw. That. I well, remember. Well, we're but talking I want about everyone to turn that, and look. And at that's you guys. what they call effed up. Yep. The 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 way to do it though is is just kind of be in a way where it's over there, and if you venture over there, that's on you. But you can leave the store. And not venture over there. Ryan Leaf was in this scenario, right? So we're standing over <clears throat> yeah, next. We're course. standing over hey. next to the switch. Uh, uh, in our local accessories, yeah. yeah, yeah. Next to the next <laughs> to set up the store for people. Yeah, when you walk ahead. in to the left, kind of like a, a Funko Pop area, really nerdy gifts. Yeah, gifts that you can buy. Yeah. To the right is like the the switch area. Then the main counter is along the wall. And then the the big boys wrap around the store, the PlayStation, yeah. Xbox, and everything else, right? Because they need. And all it's a, it's a when you walk in, it is like a rectangular store, meaning that it's long, like you. So we're into the kind of the right hand corner, right, mm-hmm. close to the register. Yeah, gotcha. Ish. <laughs> and we're I, I showed John a uh, an ad for the expansion for 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 Splatoon two. How <laughs> That's has, exactly what was I going brought on. Him on. I was like, hey, and. <laughs> I go. This is this is this is awesome. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, he says there's the, eighty levels. I was like, there's eighty single player campaign levels for mm-hmm. Splatoon two. Nineteen ninety nine. John was like, wow. <laughs> and I don't I don't know what compelled me. <laughs> you just let go. <laughs> you don't. You're you didn't know it was me. You didn't know this was gonna happen. So I was from, thinking. I was figuring Ryan Leaf was walking by right. just to let it happen. So as, from my perspective, a customer is at the at the the, the, the desk now getting rung out. John's kind of right in front of me. John, if you're gonna go into John laugh, remember lean back. <laughs> Mike, Mike's sitting there, and I think I gotta let this out. It, it's fine, right? It's gotta happen. It will just be something. I didn't small. know that the horn of of like, Gondor. Yes, was, I did not know the horn of Gondor. He still peaked. Was gonna be out my old bunghole. It no, felt ima- amazing, but you let the beat count. No, and he was easing this out. Imagine if he'd pushed it out. Yeah. Like so, like I did that one. Oh, it yeah. was it was such a victory trumpet of goodness. <laughs> and it lasted for so long. I wasn't did, did you see Christians vanish because the uh, rapture started? It was it was, it was the it clerk was, behind the counter got distracted and he started looked laughing. Back. The customer looked over, I was like <laughs> we broke up. It was it was like somebody threw something in the middle of us. Hey, imagine that. Hey. You have nothing to be ashamed. <laughs> I'm proud of it. it. I'm in the back thing. of the store, Everyone stitched over laughing. I couldn't. Yeah, not. you're in I, I I felt bad only because the the manager is cool with us, and I didn't want him to think it was Got a the sign glasses. Of, yeah, I, I didn't want him to think it was a sign of disrespect. <laughs> a sign of disrespect. Hey man, I'm coming in here. I want you to know what I think. <laughs> but but it was a it happened, you know. Oh yeah. And, and it was I'm just glad be- it, it was just before the glove of Thanos. What's that thing called? Uh, the, the Gauntlet. Infinity, Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. John makes a joke to him about certain things that males do when they're alone with the glove on. <laughs> so then As you flash forward do. to um, me doing that, and I thought. I, I don't I'm sorry dude we just we were not on our best behavior but we don't care because it was hilarious today jeez I'm, I'm glad know. we've got an 11 minute and 45 second fart story I was, that's, was, that's a highlight you don't here. understand 149 it's episodes it's one of those in. things I quality. wish you were there 
It was, and Ryan Leaf looks at me and goes, "You did that?" <laughs> like, no, I it didn't was do great. It. it was better than a, a fart machine. It was it, huge. I it felt good hearing it. It was. Did it was it feel one of those, good smelling it. it I never smelled it. Yeah, it well, was, those are the best kind. But I think his smell like tulips and roses. Yeah, because I've never smelled and roses. And I've never smelled his gas before. Me on the other hand. Oh God. I've tasted Them, it. I think, those, those porch days. I think, Chris, <laughs> I think the last time you rode me in the, in the Jeep, I have leather seats or whatever, and you farted, and I think it stayed in the seat. <laughs> Who was it that one? For like a day or two <laughs> after it? you left. Was it Mike D that one day, remember from way back, we were driving back from lunch, and you didn't have the air on, and you had, the <laughs> windows were oh my barely gosh. cracked, and all of a sudden we get to a stop sign. There's no wind, and he just lets it go. Oh. And we have to sit there for a good two minutes before we can finally turn left and get the freaking wind blowing. Yeah, when, when 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 he farts, it's like you need an immediate colonoscopy. Like that's it's it's like something's wrong. Now, right? the, like something actually, crawled up inside him and, and died. died. Now, like, actually, the worst is though is Mikey because oh, Mikey. Forzik? Oh yeah, when we went to. Asheville. Yeah. It was uh, me, Rochelle, Mikey, and uh, Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo, you yeah. know, Drizno. Uh, and he gets there and he goes into the bathroom and he lets it rip. <clears throat> and me and, and, and Eduardo were outside on the balcony and all of a sudden Rochelle just comes flying out of the room <laughs> gagging. And it, like she's like, God, that is just so bad. And, and Eduardo <laughs> goes, it can't be that bad. And then he takes two steps in and he just goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa we call yeah. we call him el baño el baño <laughs> that means bathroom exactly because yeah. that's what it sounds like he's two seconds away that from that means a. bathroom john a spanish for bathroom yes voy explotar the baño <laughs> don't know what that means i want to explode your bathroom oh there you go ish or something like that <laughs> well i want chris to explode this topic uh, are we doing this that was a good pivot we're pivoting. Uh, if you, I know, no, no. We're pivoting. <laughs> pivot. And that's how you do a pivot. There you go. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is. You got to read it like John said. Can you, do you remember what he said? Uh, he said, Nanu, Nanu, Nanu. But. Uh, <laughs> This is not I'm so working. glad y'all caught that. Yeah, I saw that. So I was like, he would. We read. Why notes. you gotta be insensitive to Japanese RPGs, John? <laughs> Why can't you give them no. the same respect you give Far Cry? I just del- I just derailed him because I. Go ahead. You okay? No, I'm good. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, but in reality, <clears throat> it's Nino Kuni two, the Revelant Kingdom. Yep. I almost went with the Bill Murray Caddyshack reference with. But I didn't think I didn't know. I, I was like, no, we that's not. I don't know that would translate to yeah, the page. I guess I'm with you that. on that. I'm yeah. with you. Uh, so you? I am okay. Don't touch me. See, yeah, Caddyshack sure, sure, sure. Two is. Yeah, Caddyshack Two was awful. Yeah, it is. Caddyshack is good. It just shows you how things fall off when mm, you replace Bill Murray yeah. with uh, <clears throat> Dan Aykroyd. Was Chevy Chase in it? He was. He was. That was back when Chevy was a D to everyone. But nobody talked but about it. But he was also, yeah, he was also like the most bankable comedic star of the day. God, you know, what yeah, happened, man? He was a D, and he still is. He's so funny. That's why Donald Glover left uh, Community, <clears throat> one part at least, and a bunch mm. of others. I think that's hearsay and slander. You shouldn't do that. No, nah, I think he said that <laughs> in an interview. <laughs> I think we have it in quotes, Sean. Yeah. I know Dan Harmon didn't like him. Why are um, you name dropping? <laughs> These are regular people. I don't like when you do that. Dan Harmon. <laughs> Just name dropping. Who else do you know, Chris? 
just rub that in thank our face. Joel, for, Mc, Joel McHale. He's funny. He's got a new show on Netflix. That was one of the best parts. When, um, he seems like a Chevy Chase type guy. He is, but uh, he's not like a, a behind the scenes to say he's not like a D like he is. <clears throat> uh-uh. Um, uh-uh. Yeah, go grab that for me. <laughs> Um, before the show, you're supposed to put that up. Did you just set it, it on the ground? Up? No, it was up on there. She jumped up and got it. It's a foot. Well, go get it. She has four it's legs. It's nearly a foot from you now. Oh, my God. No, um, but they made that um, adaptation of uh, National Lampoon magazine, like how you mm-hmm. came to the National Lampoon movies. Mm-hmm. Joel McHale played Chevy Chase specifically <laughs> and was just a complete D the yeah. whole entire time. <laughs> Uh, I think it, who was it? Told I think Josh Dalton told me that. Are there Jeff? One of those two. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this is supposed to be about Nino Cooney. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it because I've seen you play this game a couple times. It's beautiful for this? sure, and it just looks. What is what? The bike? It's been there for like a month. Yeah, it's been there. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. And the game just looks, I don't, it just, it's calling to me. It's, I, I just feel so good, invited to this, good. to this, to it this looks, game. It looks so good. Like you yeah. said, just to, just to piggyback on that. It's almost, it's almost like a, an artistic. <gasps> that would be because the pick. original game yeah. was done in conjunction with Studio Ghibli. And <clears throat> for those who are unfamiliar, they're the ones who make movies like Ponyo, um, oh. House Castle, like oh. pretty much he said, it said, it said, it's Japanese, it's uh, it's Japanese too. Like, I mean, what is it? Like the, I cannot remember the main guy. I'm sure Casey could tell me in a heartbeat, but, uh, he's got like all these, Oscar I'm bad man. He's, <laughs> it's very, very well praised studio. Yeah. Um, they didn't do this one, uh, as far as the art style, but as far as what I've heard, <clears throat> they had, they had like, um, a number of key people that worked on the first game go over from that studio to work at level five to make sure the art was still there. And I mean, I don't think anyone will notice it still very much has the exact same art styles. Well, as long as you game. have a template, I mean, you're good to go. Yeah. You know? I think the big difference between this one, and the first one was that all the cutscenes were just animated film from studio Ghibli, whereas this, everything is done through game engine. So I, I want to ask you a question before you really get going. Sure. This is just a, just to see what Chris's trivia gives us, right? What are Ghibli's? Okay. No, I'd like no, no, to know no, no. too. You can ask him that. That can be your question to Chris. <laughs> but Chris, if if I said if you Google Nino Cooney two, yes, and you type just the word Nino in, uh-huh. what do you think the number one hit is? Ooh, can I do mm-hmm. Rob Lightning's answer? Remember, this is subjective because your phone, it's your search history, was yeah. no, 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 no. I, I clear, oh, yeah. I, um, I clear my data. In my search, let me go with. Uh, <laughs> so you type in Nino, just Nino, two separate words, right? Uh, just, just the first word. No, I, I do one word. Just knee. Well, no, technically, I, I put this could be why it pulled up like. That. Oh, so yeah, yeah knee, knee and no are the. Yeah, I know, but I just, I just did Nino. Okay. Mm-hmm. One um, word. So this, this is totally not relevant. I don't know. Then I have no yeah. idea. You don't know any famous Ninos from movies. Nero. No, I'm saying Nino. Finding Nemo. Nino. <laughs> I know you got that, but I'm Indiana like, Jones. no, I'm, I'm trying to think of like things like that. Could it would have been from the mid nineties. He was a character Nino. in like a nineties ish cookies. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. What? Chris? No. Cookie monster. Nino Brown. I don't know. You don't know Nino Brown? Not a fan. Oh, that could explain a lot. Yeah. Nino, Nino Brown was, um, 
He was this guy. He was Wesley Snipes. Okay. Gotcha. Are you with me now? I'm with you okay. now. Gotcha. I'm sorry. And I didn't even type it right. So all of that was wasted time. Right. But people <laughs> liked it. Uh, so this is the direct sequel from, well, not direct sequel, but the sequel by Level 5 who made the first game mm-hmm. uh, to Nino Kuni. Wrath of the White Witch, which came out back oh. in 2011. And there have been some 3DS games they've made, and I think also maybe a Vita game or something like that, or PS Go, whichever one it was. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but the good thing is, if you didn't play the first one, like it I didn't. doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter because, yeah, it's actually set in a completely different time period. It's like hundreds, if not thousands of years after the first game. Completely all new characters. You don't need to know much. You might get a little bit more out of um, certain things if you do have the context, but it's not required at all. Um, so the idea of this game is that it follows primarily. There are other characters, of course, in your party, but primarily uh, fo- follows this. the uh, <laughs> the story of two people. One, Evan Petty Whisker Tildrum, yes, the heir apparent at the beginning of the game to the kingdom of Ding Dong Dell, yes, and that's just a great name. That is the greatest thing ever. You just tell it's for children. It made me very happy. Yes, and he is a boy prince, the apparent heir, and uh, he is due at the start of the game to be crowned king because his father has died unexpectedly. What? Yes, very but, suddenly. Yeah, in under mysterious reasons and sickness kind of stuff. Uh, and the other main character is Roland Crane, who <laughs> this is where you get to Japan right here. Uh, so at the very, very start of the game, the first thing you see is Roland. Um, he's an old man. He's riding in his vehicle in like a limo. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be earth. And basically like the limo, as far as the emblems and everything very much gives off an impression of like, this is like America or something like that. Like you know? what? Like America. <laughs> okay. He's, he's the, he's the president of some company or country that seems to look like America as far as first glance, as far as symbolism, symbolism. So as he's riding, he's just going to an event, right? He's old man. All of a sudden, this missile comes across the sky. This what? Missile. 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 I heard the missile. Missile. (laughs) Missile from America. I'm sorry. I've been playing Far Cry for the last year. So this missile comes across the sky and strikes the city in front of him, blows it up. Blast comes towards his car. gets, like, pushed off the bridge. You're like, oh, my God, he's dead. That kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, the screen goes white when it comes to. He's woken up in this world of Nino Kuni. I'm not sure if that's, like, the actual techno technical name but we'll just say the world of which these games take place yeah it instead actually, you're of, right it says in the world of nino Kuni, yeah so you're right uh so instead of being an old man now he finds himself as a 20 year old man <clears throat> yes uh yeah right he's got long flowing black hair yeah he does yeah he does uh and Specimen. he finds himself before a very befuddled uh evan who is like who are you Why how are that you yeah Where'd how the heck from? did you get here what is this weird suit you're wearing? Because he's wearing, you know, like a suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. I know it doesn't really fit in to the culture. <laughs> uh, but before they have time to solve these uh, issues, the kingdom gets overtaken by a coup because apparently the closest advisor to the king had actually done the stuff to get him killed and now was overthrowing the government. 
trying to take over. He, he goes straight to spoilers. He doesn't care. No, this is like really, this is just kind of like the setup to getting him on his I'm quest. Kidding. It's really not the main quest. I thought it would be, but it's not. Like, yeah. um, I trust your judgment. Yeah. Like, so basically Evan and Roland, they're forced very quickly to kind of bond and get the hell out of danger. Oh. You know, that's what they're trying to do. I know. I said it. H-E no, 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 double. I, I wasn't talking about that. I meant the danger. <laughs> he was thinking that, though. No, he wasn't. I was thinking about being forced to bond. Ooh. I hate it when I'm forced to bond. But do you? Um, you know me. <laughs> without spoiling anything, there's there's some sadness and stuff like that. There's some sadness. <laughs> you just talked about a missile and death. Uh, no, and no, no. That world, that's Earth. No one cares about Earth in this world. <laughs> like, what? Um, But... Basically, Evan starts is put on a path where he can either just go off into nothingness, yeah. you know, just say, hey, at least I got away. Right. Uh, but he doesn't want to do that. He feels like he's a king and he's his son's heir and he needs to form a new kingdom. So that's kind of what the game at its core is, is that Evan goes off to create a new kingdom, <laughs> which he eventually calls Evermore uh, and wants to build a kingdom that eventually lives in peace you know uh, he always comes back to saying things like i want everyone to be happily ever after so when they find out about the the coup they decide they got to leave ding dong dale yeah (laughs) john this is serious stuff this is a serious story john (laughs) i must have missed that part where his name was ding no No, the the city is called called ding dong dale (laughs) the kingdom of ding dong where were you you Butterflies and clouds. Butterflies and ding skies. dong. Where are you so, from? Ding dong dill. So they <laughs> leave ding dong dill to go yeah. make everyone. Yeah. So they go off to do it. And like the first five or six hours of the game is really that that process of like where Evan is getting to the point where uh, he can serious like seriously be able to get to a position where he can make it. Like first off, the big thing you learn about this world is that kings share this relationship with things called kingmakers and it's called king's bond between the two so like uh every like that morning when he was going to get crowned that was the point he was going to go um forge a bond a bond with the kingmaker of ding dong dell and like the idea is that they're these big mystical beasts that their job is to protect the cities that they rule over that the kingdoms rule over so so Roland left to do that? No, Roland is just rolling with it. Oh, okay. He's just he's just there being like, I gotta help this kid because it's the right thing to do. And I don't know how the hell I'm getting back to Earth. So let's just do this. Let's do this, because why <laughs> and, not? And, yeah. You know, it makes sense because he's a former leader or has you know, has been a leader, so he has a life experience to pass on to Evan as far as an advisor role. Um but like the first couple hours it's kind of like teaching you before you get to that point it's like one this quest to kind of get anointed so he's got to go find his own kingmaker and forge that bond and then also kind of it's those first five or six hours is really teaching you a lot of the base systems that you get for the next 40 or 50 hours however long you're gonna end up playing this game which is good because it like there are certain games i know like john you and i have played like where I know I've had complaints or other people have complaints where it feels like when you don't get to what the core of the game is, the first couple hours, you're just like, God, that's a big waste. You know, you're like, I wish this got into it fast. This never feels like that. It's like, okay, we've shown you this step and now you're logically ready to take this step. It makes sense that you're at this point now. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
Evan makes friends along the way early on. He he forges his king's bond. I won't spoil what it is or <laughs> what he looks like. And, and Evan, okay, Evan's the king. Yeah, so he's the guy you play with. Yeah, well, you could play with any of them, but I oh. mean, yeah. So uh, combat. So oh. many double hero. So you know, he goes off on this quest and. Through his quest, you start to experience like all these different kingdoms. And this is like where this game starts to get cool is that every kingdom kind of has a unique thing going on. They have a unique style. Like the first one you'll come across is this place called uh, Goldpaw, which is kind of like an oriental Las Vegas. Like it's very Chinese uh, in heritage and design. And it's very apparent that's what it is. Uh, but the cool thing that goes on with it <clears throat> is that the concept of the city is that it's not just a casino everything from the court systems to the taxes uh is all based on luck like you could present the great as a lawyer you could present the greatest case in the world but then they have to roll a die and if the die comes up in favor of the defendant doesn't matter <laughs> so why do the case uh because to present the facts and you're you do the the case before uh, this statue that's called Lady Luck, which is supposed to be like oh. a deity to them. So in theory, if you present the case, luck will be yeah, in your favor. Yeah, luck will be in your favor because, you know, <clears throat> luck is always on the right side, that kind of thing. There's um, another... That's exactly how our justice system works. <laughs> there's another city where um, there's games? a... May the odds ever be in your favor? There's another city where like emotion and love isn't allowed <laughs> and like there's a big all-seeing eye I like that this is place. consistently like looking... And <laughs> yeah, there she is again. Oh my god, you don't smell it. Mm-mm. She heard us talking, I guess, earlier. She's going around to let us know. Speak up to the mic, man. Tell us what you're feeling. I can't right now. <laughs> anyways, um, Penny is gassy today. That's where the nasty is. <laughs> but, anyways, um, she you, know, you go around the city, and this eye is always watching people. And the moment it sees you do something that you're not supposed to, you get arrested. I would be in so much trouble. Is it like the Eye of Sauron, or is it more like <laughs> the like Eye that. of the Lich King? More like the Eye of Sauron. Okay, that's pretty cool. But it's like thick and blue instead. Yeah, it's pretty thick. Dope. Thick and blue. Big and Big blue. And oh yeah, that's obviously yeah, that's not, not girthy um, and juicy, John. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so as you go around and you're exploring, um, you eventually kind of come across the main story, which is really about this. Evil force. I won't. I won't really describe completely here. That basically is going around and he's trying to miss with the king's bonds between king makers and kings, which is a big deal. So this evil entity is trying to destroy the very foundation of the world. Pretty is, much is, is it, because basically, whenever you, if a king in a in a, a kingdom and a king's bond or a king maker don't have a bond for long enough, eventually the king's maker will destroy that kingdom. So as you break those bonds if they're not repaired eventually you know your kingdom will fall kind of like friendships yeah (laughs) touch me (laughs) not you only him yeah he's talking about me john uh they'll never know he hates you yeah but he loves you at the same time it's so crazy in his mind sometimes if you just not eat the (laughs) penny penny's just like getting all up in here today it's fine. Um, it's about luck. So that's really, that's actually kind of cool. It's a little, 
Because that can impact. I mean, obviously, when they make the game, they already know which stories are going to get impacted by not keeping the bonds together. It's not like it's a, a natural thing that's just happening as you're playing. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not based on decisions you make. It's it's there, but I've yeah, heard it's nothing, a nice component. I've heard nothing about this game that I hate. Mm-hmm. And now that the town, now that the world or whatever is called Ding Dong Dell. Yeah. You're like, I'm buying I'm this. buying this game. You have to. I don't <laughs> Ding know. Dong um, Dell. <laughs> you don't go... You only see Ding Dong Dell right at the beginning <laughs> so far, right? That's, yeah. and then it's then it's gone. Um, <laughs> so the big change that I think most people are noting from the first one mm-hmm. is that unlike the first game, which the combat was more of like mm-hmm. I guess traditional Pokemon and JRPG, you know, go through the list, pick your person, what the attack is. This one is completely fluid, like classic action hack and slash games with like magic abilities and such uh, mixed in. You have three people uh, that can fight any time from your party. You have to once the fight starts, you can't switch them out, but they're there up until that point. You can change who you're controlling of those three at any point if you want to. Uh, And the idea is like every person has three weapons, three main weapons. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, they can each be unique and have different properties. As you do damage to energy, each weapon that you're using has a gauge. It's called a thing. It's called a zing gauge. Um, something like that. Ding uh, dong gauge. There you go. Ding dong gauge. Official. You heard it here, <laughs> folks. Uh, and like that builds up. And when it gets to a hundred percent, if any of them get to a hundred percent, the one you're using, it will keep building up the other one. The gauges on the other ones, but once you're at hundred percent, it does efficiently more damage. Like you'll get more strikes in, there'll be critical strikes in. And the big thing is, uh, whatever specials you have, magic abilities or whatever, they're heightened as far as their effectiveness. So your idea is like, you always want to have one or two of your swords at hundred percent, because when you throw that special out there, that will do massive amount of damage on your baddies. Um, it also depletes the gauge back down to zero for that weapon. So then you want to switch over to another weapon that has 100% already ready and you let the other ones build back up that you just depleted and you keep repeating the cycle back and forth. Uh, on the other hand, there's also these little things when you're going throughout the battle called Higgledies. You've seen them. Say it one more time. Higgledies. Okay. <laughs> Japan. Yeah, he's not making that up. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Uh, they're kind of the, I guess... Everyone's freaking out because the screen went black for a second. Um, like they're kind of like buffs is the best way I can say. They're like there are these little things you find throughout the world. Mm-hmm. You can you can train them up. They all have different properties. Some like do healing. Some do shield. Some do uh, just straight up blast damage. Others will cast stats effects. Those kinds of things. But they're the little fairy looking. Yeah, creatures. yeah. And as you're going around the battle and it progresses, you'll see like circles form around them, which means you can run up and activate them, and they'll do whatever you need. So you're like, oh man, I'm getting low on health. Let me go to that Higgledy right there because I know he's my healing Higgledy and activate him. What's up, Higgledy? Uh, yeah, and they're like, wee. Um, <laughs> and and that kind of gives you the boost. The other thing you would also use during battles is items. Of course, you know, like any traditional RPG. But the cool thing I like about it is like, you know how like when you play something like Final Fantasy or whatever, you can get like 99 potions and therefore pretty much as long as you manage it effectively and you're not just an idiot, you never worry about dying from that. You yeah. know, unless yeah, yeah. like there's like a one hit move from the boss. Um, that's not the case here. It's like, no, you might have 99 in your inventory, 
but you get to use 10 for uh, everyone involved. You know, it's not 10 each. It's like 10 for the whole entire fight, whichever the instance is. So like you can only revive people when they're down so many times. You can only uh, recharge their magic or give them food boost or anything like that. Like you have to be aware. Yeah. Like yeah. it puts a limitation as to like how powerful you are, which is, which is good because if honestly, the one thing I think a lot of people are going to notice in this game is that it's like not the most difficult combat ever. There are a couple of enemies out throughout the world. Of course, the boss fights you have to be smart with, but outside of like some enemies in the world that kind of equate to, mystics or heroics sean would understand that yeah thank you Uh, for saying that yeah uh outside of those instances which are meant to be challenging and pay off for a big amount um you just have to kind of deal with it you know uh or like most times you're just not going to have a problem with your battles i think most people as long as you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're not a complete freaking idiot most battles will be a breeze. Um, this is where I have to say it's probably because it was on easy mode. <laughs> there is no easy mode. I'm, this is the thing that I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Jeff. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, so it's a game that looks beautiful. Yeah. Right? It looks beautiful. And you're saying it, it, it pretty much, it's not the hardest game in the world. It plays good. No. It's got kind of a fun, whimsical yeah. story that, that, its story is like I said. It's, it's mainly about building a world. Yeah. You know, it, the I think the biggest complaint I've heard from people who played the first game is that the first game is much more, um, like back personal story? personal story. It's about a young boy and trying to save his mom. Uh, whereas this is much more about a young boy trying to change the world. So some people it's didn't a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. some people enjoyed that more. The characters are, for the most part, they all have great personality distinct personality that you meet in your party and they're all enjoyable and I'd say developed, but they're not anything deep. There's not like some other thing like when rolling goes back, like, well, Evan, let me tell you about the time I had an abortion before I came to this world or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not going to have anything like that. And it, it, obviously it's designed that way because I would actually say this is definitely a game that has the idea of classic JRPGs in mind where like, sure, maybe you might hit a couple of high complex themes but they're definitely things designed first and foremost to be family friendly to anyone any you know tinley could play this game if she could understand all the systems in it yeah um or i was thinking actually holden jeff's son like i was thinking about this like if you had a say you have both a ps4 and a switch right and last year you had a child who really loved playing Wildland, or I'm sorry, Wildlands. Yep, Ghost Recon Wildlands yeah. on Switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, this might be a great game if someone wants to say like, okay, you've seen a kind of like more action adventure, straight, not so much RPG, but just you know, open world game. Uh, and you want to see if a kid is interesting going into that next level and and being able to give them an RPG that isn't over overly complicated but more importantly uh isn't in a way where like you know if they're not of age yet you have the issue of like things like the witcher and all that where there's very big adult themes that maybe you don't want your child yet to see yeah this is a great game for you because i think it it definitely doesn't hold your hand completely all the way through um it 
does give you a lot of systems to work with, but it would be a great stepping stone where I'd be like, okay, you've played this. Well, that's cool. Why don't you go back and play some of the classics like Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy three or any other, any of the early Final Fantasies really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would build up that appreciation. So then like when they do get of age, they can go out there and do the mass effects, the witchers um, and all those kinds of games. So I, I really would suggest this. Like, like I said, if you, if you're a parent and you have a kid that has a PS4 and a switch and he really loved Zelda, I think there's a chance he may find there's a lot to love in this game too, Mm -hmm. uh, and build that core on for the future. Interestingly enough, um, just as a fun fact, Chris, you mentioned there was some um, handheld titles in the series. Sure. Uh, Nino Kuni Dominion of the Dark came out on Nintendo DS in 2010. Mm-hmm. Wrath of the White Witch is yes. an enhanced version of that game. Correct. So I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. But the rest That's of the the rest of the iteration uh, iterations have been like some mobile mobile games. Mm-hmm. Um, hot. I'm not gonna say that. Hot right, <laughs> hot right stories. Well, you, you seem to um, to appreciate the story. Sure. Some of the stuff I read today and kind of prepping how you what you were going to talk about is is that this is almost like a classic fairy tale. Yes, it is. The good guy and those things always win. There's a little bit of I don't know. I, I haven't beat it, so I can't say for sure. Well, no, I'm just saying in, yeah. in general in the fairy tales, good wins, good mm-hmm. beats evil, and it's sometimes hard for adults. Because we're old and stuff happens for us to like appreciate that for what it is. It sure. Can, it can just be simple and fun and good hearted. So, um, I mean, like I said, it, it tempted me to want to play it. And when I walked in a couple of weeks back when you had it on, it was like, wow. Yeah. It looks really good. I, and one of my biggest concerns that you pointed out was the way that the fighting is. I just, I'm so turned off by the 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 old JRPG kind of load up yeah. this attack watch what happens kind of thing I'm more of like if I hit B I'm swinging a sword let's do and that, this and that's pretty much what this is right I mean you have you're either doing a magic ability which you're hitting a button yeah or you're you know you're doing slashes and and jumps and dodges and rolls and all that kind of stuff like all that's here so I think like if you're more of the action hack and slash guy there's a lot to like here versus like, you know, classic. Yeah. Go through the progression, always be looking at all these subsystems and how you have to prepare three moves ahead. That's not here. Um, which is good. Well, I mean like, yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, uh, people were like, well, don't you play world of Warcraft? It's different from what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, that's, that's like still kind of in the way hack and slide. You're just pressing a button to do a very long animation. Right. Yeah. And you're doing a rotation of yeah. stuff. I don't have to stop and wait on anything. You know? Yeah. Well, this game, while it looks beautiful, would you say it's pushing mm-hmm. the system? It's definitely. Well, Cause I, I'm wondering I, if it could, I look at it on? and I can immediately see it on the switch. Mm. What? No, no, dude. Some of those levels look like, whoa, I'm not saying that the switch can't do that. The pro is always like, <laughs> When yeah. I'm playing this, so what is that a sound effect for? It's like, the fan. Is that the yeah? That's the no, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm saying is I, that I, is that his official? That was a sincere answer to your question. I didn't realize you were just is that. But I'm saying is that more of a uh, is that the official sound for overworked PS4 Pro? Yes. I okay. never hear mine do that. Pat, I, mean, I think it's because it, it sits down there and he never dusts it, it, it off. But it's got plenty of air. 
But air, mean, air, air brings dust. But I know. at the same I time, just, mine sits like probably ten feet away from me at any given time. So yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I hear mine all the time yeah. from right here. I, I will say though, my my old PlayStation Four. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It would chug. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, add? I'd like um, to see at least the first one, because you know the the developer said they were now committed to putting their games on the Switch. Oh, oh! <laughs> so I was just I was just wondering if at some point they oh. might put the first Nino Cooney on the Switch. I'd like to I see that. I don't know if they've Not got. That it matters, um, but I don't know if they've got an exclusivity deal because I I was wondering no, nothing like, like that. I was wondering why this game wasn't on Xbox. Like it's on PC. Yeah, but, it was, but it's on Microsoft PC, mm-hmm, so it can't be. It's really weird that it's like not on Xbox. Yeah. Um, I don't Did know. Did you say it's on Microsoft PC? <sighs> Microsoft know. owns the PC, Sean. I, I know. The official. They're like the official. In other words, it's not Xbox. on Steam, right? Well, okay. I mean, that's no, what that you would meant. be where you get it. Well, oh, you get it on Steam. Okay. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> help me. I mean, what am I saying? I don't on? know. It's just the fact that you had to let us know that it was Microsoft PC that made me giggle. It's specified in Wikipedia. You know they don't lie. I know, but. You don't I say Steam you. usually. It's pretty rare. <laughs> Steam's just a platform for it, but well, I know it's most, a store. I yeah. just do you about the I only just, time I just thought uh, that I just thought that look, I, I'm ignorant. Okay, yeah. I just thought that uh, games like uh, Sea of Thieves would not be purchased on Steam. I uh, think it, you can yeah. really. Yeah, it's just Microsoft Windows uh, or like okay. it, like you can link it to Microsoft Games. I just figured they had their own store. They they tried that would limit their sales. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, harshly. Yeah. The only one who's really dumb enough to always still do that, I believe, is EA. EA pretty much forces mm. you to go through There goes origins. that sponsorship, Chris. <laughs> uh, we don't... Do we want that? Do we not? Uh, we are covering their game next week. Yeah. Mm. What are we... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, really? So, <laughs> as far as after, subsystems... After today. And, so, it's just to go quick, like, there are some cool after subsystems today. that go, like, through this game. The big one is, and John, you'll appreciate this, like, you actually build up your kingdom. Like, mm, you know, it mm, is, like, mm. kind of like that Assassin's Creed 2 Garrison yeah, thing. Style. Like, yeah, like, you get a kingdom, and it starts out very yeah. simple, and then you start building shops, and you can build, like, your spell shop, your your armor shop. Spell your, shop. I wish yeah. they'd go back to that in Assassin's Creed. All that. I miss it. And the way that's interesting <laughs> with it, though, is that it's not just, like, get money and pump it in there and then get like money. let it build up on its own and you really don't have any input to it. Mm-hmm. The way it really requires you oh. to... Oh. Does she fart again? <laughs> what did you feed her? Beef. Why would liver. you do that? Is it what she always eats? I thought she just crapped on the floor. <laughs> she, I'm sorry. <laughs> that oh. just hit me in the mouth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My God. What did you change? Uh, I gave her sausage treats. <laughs> Don't and, change and, and, anything. And when she went to the bathroom earlier, I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of running." Oh man! <laughs> Do not change things like that on on record day. That's funny. <laughs> Let that work out. But anyways, um, like so, the way you build your kingdom up, or your or is required to build your kingdom up, you have to uh, go out there and get citizens to j- come to your kingdom. And the way like that works is this thing is like you're going, you consistently go back to places you've been. Because that's where you'll find citizens who have a need or something like that. And you go out there and do a quest. And afterwards, they'll say, hey, I'll come and join your kingdom and all that kind of stuff. Which is cool because there's not like a lot of like storytelling side quests. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's more Jeez. of uh Man, I'm really sorry. No, no. 
So there's no story side quest. It's just main like, story there, plus like town might, stuff. There might be like little things, but that's the that's the get is that you are consistently invested in helping people because you know if I help that person, this person's like a master of armor. He's going to come back and he's going to make all my armory increase that much, and then I can develop better armor for myself. That's a weird. So yeah. like you you have an incentive to go and meet every single person who's out there and see like what they can do for you. And so every side quest benefits you directly in some way? I mean, most of them are to get civilians. Other ones are for gear and things like that, which is kind of <clears> traditional <throat> okay. stuff. But I wouldn't normally want to do that grind of um, doing all those little Fest, fetch, fetch quests. quests yeah. But it's a payoff. Yeah. Like, in you one know, form and that's what I want for it. Like, like <clears throat> I prefer the Horizon Zero Dawn, like, Witcher 3 type stuff where it's like here's a big side quest that has nothing to do with the main story. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to live with it though if you tell me I'm going to do something and I get a benefit for it. Like I in the end get stronger, uh, not the other way around. Um, there's also a whole entire system with uh, army battles. So it's like you eventually get, you have like an army and you go into this overhead mode battle where you recruit different types of units uh, and go against armies on the battlefield and it's kind of cool because it's like each type of unit like whether it be like swords or spears or hammers or or bow and arrows they have a strength and they have a weakness like a a corresponding one right and they each have their own colors so you kind of go you have to constantly go back and forth like rotating your armies around to make sure the right force is going and then it's kind of like a rock paper scissors type probability thing like the better probability for if you're matching the right strength and like Evan uh, at the same time, he can do things like call reinforcements in, he can call in like airstrikes and things like that. He can encourage them to charge, which will make them do more damage, uh, all that kind of stuff. So you, it's a cool, like it's not the most deepest main game, but it's a fun one. And where you're like, again, you see the benefit because it gives you, stockpile for your kingdom and it gives you tons of gear you can't get elsewhere in the game so mm-hmm. just things like that cool um wrapping up the things i don't like about the game oh <laughs> um I, I do want before you get into that dude you did not emphasize how look at that kingdom that's what you're building. yeah it gets really big like it starts out small, oh, but i'm only on like I've only built that? it up to level two, and I have a bunch of areas I just haven't even had the time yet to put the people. Oh my! In. I walked into the apartment, and he had this was this, this section he, of the game that had this aerial shot, like it was mm-hmm. it was this top down perspective that looked really really cool. Mm-hmm. That reminded me a lot of that. I don't know if that's what it's doing. How do you say that word right there? Evermore. Sukoden. Do you know what that is? Sukoden. Apparently, I just pulled up that article to see that. I wanted to see the town mm-hmm. and it says if you were missing and wishing you had Sukoden in your life. Oh, okay. Then apparently this is the closest you've gotten to that since 2006. <clears throat> I don't know what that is. I've not played. I've heard of it. But, that, but that top down perspective that he, that was on the TV was, uh, mm-hmm. I was like, that kind of looks like what Octopath Travelers look oh, going my for. God. I yeah. can't wait for that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. It reminds me a little I'm bit interested. of, um, Final Fantasy Tactics a little yeah. bit from overhead, yeah. but without being squares. You know, you just walk around, you do whatever. But what do you hate? I mean, don't like. Uh, yeah. Hate? Yeah. So, I hate. Um, <laughs> so the voice acting is pretty good in this game, but the biggest problem I had was that outside of the cutscenes, it's like they don't talk that much, which like in a game today, 
like 2018, you know, Fallout. Freaking Fallout has full dialogue recorded voice. Right. There's no reason to me why they couldn't have done that here. Um, and it's like in the scenes, it's great. But then like the rest of the time, it's like they say one word or something. Mm-hmm. And then like the rest is read the text, things like that. So it's kind of like and you hate is that, read, a, is so. that a small gripe? Or? I do. I, I, I read five books a week now. <laughs> is that a small gripe or kind of? Yeah, a, it's kind of like you're like, it'd be more for, forgivable maybe okay. if this was a Switch game. Ooh. See what I did there? Well, I'm just thinking. <laughs> it's fine. I'm twisted, thinking, Chris. I'm, twisted. I'm thinking of, of the greatest game ever, which is World of Warcraft, and there's minimal sure. talking in it. Yeah, but that's a different All right, thing. Leroy to me. Jenkins. You know, it that won, is a great again, quest. I got the title. It's amazing. That's a game that like was made in 2004. I think like you're making it today, mm. and, and again, that's an MMO with like nearly you know 300 hours worth of content. Can you imagine asking someone to download all that audio? But there is there is there is some voice acting for the different exactly. scenes and things you run into but slow down that guy he voices a lot of things yeah by the yeah, way i know so voice acting um while good as, is limited yeah as i said before there are these large i mean the game isn't that difficult mm-hmm. and while the boss battles i mean like i fought a freaking yeti last night and mm-hmm. it was awesome because he was hopping around that's what he said he fought john yeah 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 and a dragon no when, I, when he, he said well, buddy i fought a yeti and a dragon last night and i said I fought Legion people. <laughs> I was like, don't you always have to yeah. fight the Legion? It was a little exchange we had. Sorry. Um, but like while those fights and like I said, those kind of like heroic one setups, uh, okay. Mystics, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Those are great and challenging. There are a lot of periods like where, when you're grinding and you're going through a lot of the fights, unless you just have stumbled into an area you were supremely under leveled for, mm-hmm. you're just breezing through. There's not a lot of thought, you know, you should be able to handle yourself no problem. And that can, I mean, after doing it for 30 hours, you're going to get to a point where you're like, well, you play some more hours. Uh, yeah, I'm about 30 hours. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the give and take. It's, it's a great story. It's fairy tale-ish, but it's easy. Yeah. Like sometimes it's definitely really easy. Yeah. This is not dark souls. Right. Is it, but you, you mentioned before the, before we recorded that the systems were a little complicated. They can be, yeah. Like and a, that, that, there's depth to that's them. That's the challenge of yes, you know, like figuring out the best balance between everything and really making sure you don't completely ignore one part of the game. Like you don't want to ignore your kingdom or ignore your army because it may come a point you need that. If you haven't built it up, well, you' about to be screwed. You know, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like again, like here's that Montana coming out. You <laughs> I don't even screwed. know. If he, I don't even know if he realized he did it. Montana. <laughs> But he doesn't. I don't think he does. Uh, and then the other thing, as I said before, the characters are well defined, but at the same time, they're just there's there's not anything complex behind them. They're just kind of there, yeah, you know. Uh, I think that's going to change when you beat it. I read some things. <laughs> we'll see. There is a boy that's like mysterious, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know who that. He said, "There's is. a boy. There's a boy. There's He's a got boy. Some mysteriousness about him." Um, but on the other hand. Quick hits, likes, as I said, animation is beautiful. When there is voice acting, it's great. Um, all these systems feel like someone really thought them out and they work interchangeably and, and they oh, and you oh. need it really helps. If you can master everything in this game, you're going to be very dominant. <laughs> and it makes sense. You should be that way. Um, as I said, the side quests feel like there is a reason to do them. Um 
each city feels like a unique real place. Nothing just feels like it's been skinned over. And that can, in an RPG, you can get that a lot. You're like, oh, another town. Oh, this tunnel system's exactly (laughs) like the other tunnel system I was in. Oh, look, I'm in another desolate town in Fallout. I know. Hmm. Someone's probably got radiation. Yeah, we do from ten, um, from <laughs> Penny's farts. <laughs> Anyways, so show us your Richard. Um, hey, are you? I thought about this. Uh-huh. Going back and forth. Do you want to um, score it yet? Because you haven't. No, finished it I feel I feel confident. I don't unless like he's not going over an eight. I'm calling it right now. No, he'll go over. An eight. I don't think he's going over. This an eight. is definitely over. An eight. If he's willing to to give a give a Richard without completion, <laughs> which is very hard to do, by the way. <laughs> Why don't you read the bomb? I need to read. Oh, my God. I can't say that out loud. I'll just say this. He went over an eight. <laughs> like I said. Yeah. I guess you know him better than I I know do. his Richard better than you. I bet you do. You did live with him it's for years. Been mouth for a long time. What? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> he walked into it. Something smells amazing. <laughs> it's not. It's not think. Penny. What? It smells like a roast Probably or something now. Yeah. How um, do we go from the depths of Penny and her anus. I'm not over it yet. I to, can't to smell that. a thing. My nostril hair is burned out. Oh, Anyways, uh, yeah, I they've tasted seen it. it. They've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. We know. We know the result. The results are in. Yeah, it's an eight point five. I, I went back and forth between that and an eight. And when this ending happens, th- it's got three little knocks. It's not the greatest, deepest story I've ever experienced. But I think, as I said before, if I was a child. Mm-hmm. I think this could be the kind of thing that launched me into wanting to know more and about to, JRPGs so and, and RPGs. What was your, what do you, if you think back right now, right, to your mm-hmm. childhood, what was that one game you played that made you love video games? Final Fantasy Oh, you mean VII. RPGs? Or, or, yeah, in general, that took you to oh, like, oh, I love these. <laughs> You're like coming so I'm saying, when I was a So I'm saying a kid, a kid <laughs> to this age, like a kid around, like a younger kid. Like about this point was when I discovered Chrono Trigger. So, and so you're saying this could be some kid's Chrono Trigger. Sure. Yeah. Or their Final Fantasy VI. Nice. I mean, those were the two. That nice. Really same year. Mm-hmm. Hey. Wait, what? Sorry. Dude. It came out the same year. Mm. Final oh, Fantasy I thought you were saying, I thought you said same here, and I was like, no. you have not played those games. What's crazy John? is we have headphones on. <laughs> How do we not hear each other better? Did I scream at you? No. You did. You were really mean. Say <laughs> No, you did. God, it smells like burnt ham. Jeez, that smells good though, don't it? It's not. Speaking of weird foods, before we get into that, so at work, mm-hmm. um, I'm smelling a banana mm-hmm. for like weeks. I smell a banana when I'm at work, <laughs> right? Like the smell of a banana. Okay. Like almost banana bread. Yeah, and you're like, what in the hell is that smell? Smell? <laughs> smell. What's that smell? Ooh, what's There's that your smell? Montana. Um, so as I'm walking out the building today, wait, was that your Skinner? That was a terrible, yeah, yeah, it was. I go to, I got this drink right here that I'm gonna put on Twitter later that I tried it for the first time. And I went to put it in the little, you know, the side pocket on the outside of your book bag that could hold something like a drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it hits. And I'm like, what is that? I pull out the banana most, <laughs> the most ripe banana, banana ever. It, you know how banana to, yeah, it was, it was green black. to yellow to black. Dude, I went, oh my God. It was me. I was the source of the banana for weeks. <laughs> you were banana guy. <laughs> it was crazy. Needless to say, I did not take a picture of that. I could not get it in the trash fast enough because I mm. thought it would explode. But it, it didn't smush in no, on you. Thank God. I know. That would have been terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Nino Cooney too. I'm Go get it. I'm hoping it's not me. 
This one time, uh, a friend of mine crapped in my backpack. <laughs> like, freely? Or? or like, really crapped in my backpack. For, like, for the joke or like he had joke. to? For okay. the joke. <laughs> I it put a bag like of crap. I put a bag of crap under his bed. Oh, so it was retaliation. And so he took that said bag of crap and put it in my book bag. Mm-hmm. So I was laughing at night. He was laughing the all morning. the way to breakfast. We had that one night where uh, someone blocked the car, uh, like in the driveway, mm-hmm. and decided to pass out drunk. So, oh, you know, oh, yeah. decided to go get a grocery bag and took a dump and threw it in the guy's car. And apparently uh, the next day, it was like in the middle of July, they were going to Atlanta. Ooh. And it took about till 2 p.m. when they realized something wasn't quite right. Oh, <laughs> we were just amazing today on the on the fecal talk, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Weekly fecal chat. Hey, but um, I, I, one I want to see if John this is ends a kids up, game. I want I want to know if John ends up getting this game, and I want to know what you think when you complete it. I know you'll finish it. Yeah, you're like, probably close. No, no, no. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. No, I am. It's uh, a long game. It's one of those things I can't <clears throat> rush it because I'm like I have to. Well, I mean, John you, knows me. Like with this, I will gladly even when I'm not building or like playing the game i will leave the game on simply so i can accrue coin to well, spend on my kingdom i mean you know we <laughs> have very we have friends that are do. still still playing far cry 5 but when you put that on easy mode so you don't have to play that anymore why don't you come play it <laughs> see how you do i'm just kidding that's just that's just me being funny for for people that listen mm-hmm. i'd like to see uh some of these people play dark side or dark souls We'll, I would dominate we'll, Dark Souls. <laughs> We're gonna do a. Let's do a. We should do for our first like let's play Twitch like yeah like streaming series. Let's play. We'll do like Sean, Sean plays Sean, Dark Souls. Yeah. What no, the? No 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 no. Sean plays Resident Evil Seven. And that then is. our second one will be John plays PUBG. Do you or do you do you remember me playing Resident Evil? You weren't in. Well, the, I never. I, yeah. The so you, night I was going to chime in mm-hmm. to listen, you stopped playing. Which is not. I didn't mean that as. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Jeff's no, laughing again now at I me. Just, I just you. meant. I just meant. I regret that I. Didn't but you know get what? To see you it. know who's a who's a little. Um, how can I say this delicately? Hmm. Who's a little Freddy cat to play something in VR? Yes, Jeff. Yeah, I've heard that. He won't play the game he loves in VR. God, that's a Resident good Evil game. Seven. He's a baby. He said it was scared enough. I mean, I played Batman in VR. Ooh. Hey, I saw Wayne and Martha get Martha get murdered. It was they really sad. Should, they even put that in the game. Yeah. Enough about everything Batman. We got to remind you how Batman became Batman. His parents died. But there's always someone in the theater going, I, I, I don't know this story. Hold, well, they'll, me... they'll figure it out. But every Shh, game. Even, this. Even... Are you ready for Spider-Man VR when they shoot Uncle Ben? Oh, oh my God. I will lose my mind. We get it. And he goes, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> That's him dying. Well, John has to uh, pee and we got to get in. How did you know? Because you, uh, we know. We okay. just know. We, we know get at this point. That's your sign. Your, okay. your, your bladder right. texts us. Let's go to uh, <laughs> the news. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! News! news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? News? News. That's, that would have been two weeks. That was the weakest he news. He didn't say it last week either. 
He thinks he's so cool he doesn't have to say. No, 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 no. We're misreading news. that. We're, mis- we're, we're no, misreading it. I don't want your half-hearted yeah. news is now. Yeah. It's, we, they can tell. Newsies can tell. could tell. Yeah. Christian Bale told. <laughs> he was in Newsies. Remember that? No. That was a long time ago. It was. Yeah. First time I ever saw Christian Bale was Empire of the Sun by Steven Spielberg. I never appreciate Steven Spielberg movie. That's I thought it was pretty boring. Mm. But, in fairness. You were like eight. I was eight years yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that any eight-year-old, that would be. And then he's like over watching 1941. He's like, this is it. This is Spielberg guy's best for a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, funny. First up, Spider-Man swings into action. Should have put this fall. Then you would have had it perfectly, I think. Insomniac Games. (laughs) Subjective again. Marvel's Spider-Man has a release date. It will be September 7th this year, surprisingly. Uh, pre-orders are now open. The developer has released details on the DLC that will be available in three parts. Campaign will be called Marvel Spider-Man, The City That Never Sleeps. I think that's an allusion to New York. Um, a digital deluxe edition will be available for the U.S. and Canada. And with that game will be the season pass and a pinup of Spider-Man. Not a pinup, Chris. <laughs> Oh, a pin. Think awesome. about what a pinup is. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man just sitting there all sexy. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hey. That'd be good if they did it with like a Deadpool. <laughs> that would that would fit with that, Deadpool. Yeah, or, very or much. Mary Jane. <laughs> uh, what? The, what? Just Deadpool, John. The collector's edition will be available in all countries and will include a steel bookcase, mini art book, and a statue of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh, finally, all pre-orders of any edition will come with three extra Spider-Man suits. I think they showed like they had a punk suit. Apparently, there's like a lot of suits you can get in this game. Oh, of course, you yeah. got sixty years of Spider-Man history. Yeah, they said he starts off with a classic uh, black Spider-Man logo, and I guess like for whatever <clears throat> reasons to be determined is how they transition to how he looks in the game itself, where it has the big white logo. I on could it. care less. Just play good. Then I'll worry about how you look. Uh, did you, you could care less means that you care. I think what you meant to say was I couldn't care less. Thanks. Thanks for the, the live update on how I should talk. Nimrod. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know how old I am, but I'll talk how I want to. John. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys see the new gameplay footage that came out with this? Cause I did. You yeah. mean? Yeah. You mean what was I doing with myself yeah, when I, I like, watched yeah. it? Oh my god! We remembered why we were so hype about it. Oh god! How is? Yeah. I mean, like, if this game comes out, mm-hmm. and even if Last of Us or oh, uh, the other one, Days Gone, yeah, were to come out this year, does Sony automatically like won this year? Because like, think about it. they have this year alone. Nino Cooney, right? Came out. They have. Uh, God of War coming out here next week or whatever. I think end it's of next, next Tuesday. Yeah, like not next to the like the end of next week. Isn't it? The twentieth, because the fifteenth is Sunday, so it's like it's the back half of the week. Type mm, thing. Friday, um, Friday. Yeah, and then uh, the month after that, they got Detroit Becomes Human, and then now this fall they're going to cap it off a freaking Spider Man on. See, top I'm an of- equal opportunity corrector. Detroit does not become human. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was getting great reviews from people we know. And people we don't know. Yeah. On at, the, uh, on the, at PAX East. Yeah, PAX East. We had weekend. Andrew played it this weekend. I need to ask him what he thought of Below, too, because I told him to go play that for me. You, that asked, you asked him to go play it. I was like, please go play You didn't play tell that. Andrew to do anything. You understand? That's not how Andrew rolls. <laughs> I'm punching Sean right now. Um, but, yeah, like, 
you think of that and then like on top of that you add in all the other games that everyone else like between xbox will also have like they're gonna have red dead this fall they're gonna have a new battlefield this fall they're gonna have a new call of duty this fall um tomb raider those kinds of things and it's like playstation's on track if these things all work out i i don't know how anyone could beat this what, like what was for, tomb raider's date Tomb Raiders in September, I think, also. Right around Do the same you time. Remember? Every, I tell him to tell you, John, everyone is have you noticed, has anyone found a game that's coming out after October twenty sixth yet? Because no. I have yet to see it. No. Everyone is running. Everyone is preparing. Like, watch, you'll see Horizon or Forza Horizon Four coming out September fifteenth. I don't think they're running why you for the reason you think, but that'll just be what I believe. Yeah. I, I look. You can be wrong. It's We've cool. seen the gameplay for this game. Mm-hmm. The combat z- zipping around New York City looks amazing. Sure. But everybody's concern, at least my concern, is it's still an empty shell of a city. And after hours of swinging around New York City, right. you go, mm-hmm. okay, there's really nothing to do except help little old ladies cross the street. If it's that, well, it's going to fail miserably. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Spider-Man helps little old ladies, Sean. No, you didn't. I know. Just I like know. if I was Superman, I'd want to fly up to the tree and grab the cat out. I of just, it I just, go, you know what we're talking about. Chris. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just hope it gives you tons to do. I would say I don't want tons. I want a good amount. I, I want tons. I, I want. I want an excuse to zip through this city as often as possible, as much as I want to go back to it. There are a few developers I will put my faith in as and I hate easily. You. That's nice. Is is. <laughs> that was, I was giving you a head nod of approval, John. It looked condescending. There, so basically, I look like a condescending Richard. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that's good. To know. Um, so, there are a few developers out there right now, as far as and just about anything they try, that I have as much faith in as Insomniac games. So, I mean, well, thanks for that I, I tidbit. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I have faith in them too. I just, uh, yeah, and they, I mean. I watched the little video feature they did with Game Informer. Like they asked them 114 <coughs> questions about the game, and mm-hmm. they were like, "There's tons to do." Well, and, good. Okay, yeah. I thanks, didn't see Chris. That. Yeah. Now that we know. Yeah. Hopefully, it comes out that way. Uh, Spyro returns. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Spyro the Dragon Spyro. is making a return to consoles just in time for his 20th anniversary. Activision has announced that Spyro Reignited Trilogy Trilogy will contain the first games on PS1. That would be Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, uh, Ripto's Rage, and Spyro Year of the Dragon. The trilogy will feature remastered graphics and sound and will be available for PS4 and Xbox One on September 21st. Another game coming out before... October it's 26th. Spyro. I know, but still, think, it's just fun. I can do that with every game you realize that gets a release date. And just think, we're coming up on E3, Sean. I think it's an absolute shame at this point that these games are shame. overlooking. Games like this, mm-hmm. not not everything, but games like this are avoiding the Switch. Sure. I think that's a mistake. Maybe it's they it's were. It's like they don't like money. Maybe it's more. Well, I mean, we saw Crash Bandicoot's now coming. So maybe, yeah, now. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's at some point you guys need to really. You, sure. you guys yeah, me. need to adjust your development schedule to hit the switch at the same time. Yeah, but if you're them, <laughs> it's, you're been, it's been long enough. If you're Activision, you started this, say, like it's been two, long enough. two and a half years ago, and you weren't sure you were ready to bite on the switch, and you waited till last fall, right? <clears throat> it might be one of those things where you're like, look, if we want to wait to release all three at the same time, because I, I have no... I think if they can put this game on Switch, it will be on Switch. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where they're probably looking and going like, look, we need this out for this fall because, you know, investors, right. <laughs> we, we have profit margins we need to hit. And it's like, 
you get it out now and then you come back and you say, okay, it took us a little bit longer because we weren't originally working on this, but three, four months later, here it is on switch. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I'm and not going to buy it either way. We can't. Why? You. I know. I actually, um, looking at the pictures of it. And You're going to buy Spyro? I played the original. I would answer the question. Are you going to buy this? I'm curious. Maybe, maybe not right away. I don't think you're going to buy it. I, I mean, that, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> My D just hit the table. Yeah. <laughs> Richard is out. You're not going to buy it. I might. We'll see. <laughs> Probably not on September 21st. Exactly. Just because of when it's out. But I could buy it around Christmas. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but... Have you guys seen the actual the differences? They put the difference from yes. the original. And I went, oh. And I was like, wow. Still Spyro. Okay. I mean, why do, you, why do you hate dragons? I don't hate dragons. Why do you hate purple dragons? Named Spyro. I don't I don't know. You just think you... See, you no, also no, thought I, you, you just I, thought no, you no, no, hated no. Nino Cooney. No, 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 no. And you thought you hated all the these other Nino Cooney won. It was not for me. Yeah, like, but they, you didn't even... That wasn't even on your radar. I, 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 no, I was because of, of Ryan Leaf. It was all heat. It was so much on his radar he owned it and played it. His perspective. Yes, I will. Spyro, I played as a as a youngin. It's uh-huh. terrible. It's the worst. Just because well, you sucked and didn't have an didn't easy suck. mode. I never played on easy mode, and I don't care about little purple dragons flying around and doing stuff. It was fun playing the coins and stuff. No, it wasn't. I played Mario. <laughs> PUBG. Player Unknowns. Or uh, Battlegrounds. I don't know why I had a brain fart there. Desert map Miramar is making its way to Xbox One May. The map has been available <laughs> since December for PC users. PUBG Corp, the owner of the uh, mm-hmm. and developer of online of the online shooter, has launched a lawsuit against Chinese publisher uh, NetEase, which claims it infringed its copyright by producing two games for the mobile device that bear a striking similarity to PUBG. The lawsuit refers to two games. Rules for Survival and Knives Out. Both of these games arrived on iOS before PUBG was ported to mobile. PUBG Corp is seeking damages as well as the removal of both games from the store. Miramar is fun. I know, uh, I don't think we, Johnny didn't put this on here. The other big thing, um, the new map is also coming to the PC. The one that's supposed to be like straight up mimicking uh, like a Fortnite design. And it's supposed to be for people like us that suck at PUBG apparently. And hoping to entice us back. Why are you looking at me? Are we going back? I'm not going back. We gotta go back. I might go back. Let's go back to that. <laughs> That's fine, but um, it's funny the, the the one guy that built a computer with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever go back. He'll say he will, but he won't. I'll be on the freaking chopper with Hurley and be like, <laughs> "Come on, Jeff. <laughs> we gotta I'll, go I'll back." <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't really know about the Chinese stuff. Um, I'm sure it's either one of two things. Either it's going to be someone they don't have any claim to, or else it's going to be someone completely when ripping I, off I, the I, game. So. When, I, when I see that, I'm like, so these are the people that you think straight up copied PUBG? I, I can't say because I haven't seen, right? But if like, it, what if they made an exact copy of their map <laughs> and it's like the exact same plane? And it's, the to exact do with, same. it's to do with the shrinking arena. Um, mm. That's one thing that's... Right. That they blatantly ripped off. Like mm-hmm. Fortnite did. Does it have a shrinking arena? Yeah. That's every Battle Royale game. 
It's called the Matt Desert. Okay, Ma- I didn't know all battle. Ro- yeah, that's yeah. You that's push it because if not, everybody would camp forever. It, it, I, it adds that like element. Yeah. It would be more concerning, like I said to me, if it was like you looked at the map and you're like, God, that's just basically the PUBG map. That would be. But the map know, is called Smearmar. Yeah. <laughs> and then the game was called Battle Pubs. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, or Pub F. I mean, it, this is not this is not to disparage China, but they copy so much stuff. No. Because they don't allow it into the country to begin with. So you have mock games, copied games of everything that's popular in the West. Or they apparently cheap and pub cheap PUBG by a lot so they get banned by to make their own. Yeah, yeah. That's where all the cheaters are, they say. Fortnite yeah. Mobile. After a gradual launch on mobile platforms, Fortnite's free to play has made over fifteen million in less than a month. Obviously, this is due solely to in app purchases. The average daily uh, user spent. Oh wait, <laughs> the average daily spent was around 1.8 million. Uh, the game has not yet made its way to Android, but we can't expect another monster number when that happens. How does that math add up? I'm, I just said I just thought that myself. I don't yeah. So I guess it's either way. It's a lot of money because it's free yeah. and people are paying to to I get th- stuff in app. I mean, if, so say it was like 20 days and it's made 15 million. Where like, well, for a considerable amount of time, it was by invitation only. Yeah, I think it's just And now. so for the last couple, maybe week and a half, it's been available to the to the to to everybody. That mm-hmm. math's out if they're if they're counting that. Because yeah. 10 days at 1.8 million is. Trust me, they're always counting it. It's, it's <laughs> Right. But that's good. Yeah. Fortnite's popular. Uh, speaking of which. Who wants to ban the Fortnite? It's so popular that people want to ban it. <laughs> uh, many have shown frustration, anger to their significant others for Fortnite taking away their time. Women have gone on social media and began petitions on change.org for a ban on Fortnite. The claim is that the game has robbed them of attention due to the game. The petition titled Get Rid of Fortnite has received more than 500 signatures. It's aiming for 1,000. When I hear that, I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> that was, or I, the the signatures are nothing. But for yeah. me, it was funny because this is the game that now you have a problem with your husband playing. That I think that will, if anything, it just speaks to how popular Fortnite really is right yeah. now. But yeah, five hundred to a thousand. Like most petitions that even get a blip of notice from Change org are usually like a hundred thousand plus. So five hundred and thousand. Them some angry wives, I guess. Right. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something very non non PC. Uh-huh. Maybe you should just be a better girlfriend. <laughs> yes, it's true. Or boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever your other are. Exactly. You came Letters. back. You came back with the PC. You you corrected it. What's that? I know. Oh, I did. That. We just got yeah. twenty pieces of hate mail. You know the game's cheap. And that's the thing. Take care of your husband or spouse or wife, and you don't have to worry about them not yeah. texting you back when look, you play Fortnite. Look, this is. I, I think this is something that is in the back of every husband's mind, at least, or every boyfriend's mind. The uh, maybe not everybody. I'm sorry. I just. Just the idea that are you playing this a little too much? Mm-hmm. Have you talked to your wife today? I mean, when I was uh, first dating my wife, Clarissa, your wife, your wife, <laughs> I st- it was around the time that uh, Metroid Other M was coming out. Yeah, and I remember this, I was, that terrible game. I was level seven for Metroid. Oh yeah, and I would bring it up every day, and it started to freak her out. I'm like, who am I? 
dating. I didn't know See, this guy was a gamer. Here's the thing, though. Most people are up front with it. The thing you have to do is you have to be up front that you like video games and that you're going to play video games mm-hmm. or whatever the thing is, you know, <clears throat> take out video games or whatever. Exactly. And if they accept you at that point for what it is, um, it's fair game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play a ton of games nightly and, and you know, we, we have this kind of schedule of we do what we do. We come home, we we have dinner, you yeah. know, people, people, uh, everybody has their own kind of routine they do. And well, like Ryan. Ours, game, gaming's a part of it, yeah. Well, like Ryan Leaf. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll play games till 3 in the morning. Sure, but like he also... Which is which? Yeah. W- w- my point is, what works what works for him doesn't work for everybody else. Sure. If I were to do that mm-hmm. or make some sort of attempt to, we'd be having a discussion. It's, if you mm-hmm. started doing it, maybe if you went from zero to, you know, sixty on on your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if it's gradual and it just becomes part of what you do, exactly. I, I don't think it's a thing. I kind of like viewed as personally, like if I was at home, and th- th- I can only speak to myself. Like I'm sure, yeah, if I was married, I would. I would or had kids. You know, I, I play a lot less than I do now, maybe. but it would be one of those things like where it's like, look, yeah, we're winding down for the evening. You want to go watch a show? Well, go watch a show. You want to read a book? Go write. Read yeah, you make book. sure you I still play do a couple things. Yeah. No, I agree with all I, the, the idea that, that video games is a stigma in 20, in 20, <laughs> in 2018 is a little bit, mm. it's a cliche that needs to die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This because article, the concept that you can sit there for three hours and read a book and nobody pass judgment on that, but you can pay, spend three three hours on a video game, what's the difference? If you get, if you're, you can spend, you're your, engaged in a in an experience. If you're if you're sitting there all night on social media commenting on your friends' posts exactly. and things like that, and you have a problem about your friends getting into a chat, so that like you know they're all to the point in their lives where. They have wives and children. Therefore, it's really hard to get everyone together and hang out consistently. And they're able to spend two, three hours a night talking to those friends, you know, keeping those bonds fresh. Richard even jokes not, left yeah, and right. Yep. Even though they're not in the same room. I mean, and it makes you happy so you don't go insane from the idea of the fact that he you up, two he... are idiots and decide to give up all your freedoms to that F whoever you wanted to <laughs> and do whatever. Chris, you know, like, I, thought Chris, about, Chris. Look, I thought about being married and I thought about having kids, but then I decided I like doing whatever the hell I want with whoever I want, whenever I want. So that's what I do. But you this, two were idiots. This, and if this, you want to make that. This took uh, a U-turn. But I think, <laughs> no, I, I'm just talking about my personal relationship and i don't i think there's merit to this my wife having a your, problem your wife. having a problem with a 3 a.m oh yeah yeah there's that's a different i'm crawling thing. into bed at 3 a.m it's like mm, i agree but because all because you friday night because you staying up at 3 a, 3 a.m isn't just about you anymore it affects everything it affects sure, everything yeah, in yeah. the family it, it and if it doesn't affect Ryan Leaf, that's one thing good for him. But it, it would affect me and my job. It would affect me and my attention to my kid. Sure. It, it will affect my performance. You're right. And, and you, went, you spoke earlier before about the, the voice in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you need to know that you can balance it. There are some days that, like for me, example, I can stay up till midnight, 1 o'clock, and I have to get up to go into the office the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. But some nights later in the week, if I try to make that same decision again, you're I dead go, the next day. I go, uh, I probably need to go ahead and go to bed. And yeah, as yeah, long yeah, yeah. If, if, if you can control that and you have your balance of everything, you know, I'm always imagining I'm holding a plate and it's, <laughs> it's got, it's got things on it, you yeah. know, family work, yeah. you know, everything that you, your life, 
And as long as something doesn't get heavy on one side versus the other and you can still balance everything nice and good, it you're good. It's called take care of your yeah, that's what it's called. And in response to these these ladies, I you know I I assume most of them are ladies. Don't want forgive me if that's not the right assumption, but the I have no idea. the issue should not be to ban the game. Yeah. It should be to drop your boyfriend like a bad habit. Yeah, I mean this is true. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But see, they all have uh, if you, really if, massive if, Richards, <laughs> and they can't just drop the boyfriends. People don't want to have to <laughs> give up on people they love, so they want to blame something. I mean, exactly. that's that's just, that's just like. That's America defined in a way. Well, <laughs> a yeah, but if things. you're if if you're playing Fortnite to the extent that it's affecting your relationship, then it's on you. Process it. Yeah. And cut back a little. <laughs> Apparently Fortnite's pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's it's quite popular. Drake plays it. Dr- Drizzy Drake. Oh. Yeah. Drake. <laughs> Firewatch comes to Switch. Firewatch is coming to the Switch this spring, according to designer Jack. Rotkin. I think it's just Rotkin. Jake. I think it's oh, just is it Jake? Jack. Yes. Yeah, I'll just call him Jack. Like, He's Jack. It's clearly his name Jake. is always Jack. It's Jake. He has to go back. It's Jake. He's not from State Farm. That is the joke that won't die. <laughs> what the lost joke? We gotta go back. We gotta it's, go back. It's yeah. count back from yeah, John. 10. It is John. Count right. back from right. ten. No, no. We have. We, we have. What, what's one of our jokes that we have together, John? Or that you have with anybody, John? He's trying to pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he literally pivoted. It's on called you. friendship and connection, John. Uh, we've been hard at. You uh, wonder why you're not old. The top Jake 10. from State Farm says we've been hard at work stripping much of Firewatch's tech <laughs> down to the studs and rebuilding uh, it to render the world more quickly, to stream and load faster, and to generally be more responsive. Plus, we're hoping to throw in a couple of surprises for the Switch's release. Hopefully, that surprise will mean. Uh-uh, don't read uh, that. No, don't read no, that. No, that ending is great. Don't John. read that. Yeah. <laughs> John uh-uh. hates it. Uh-uh. See, this is what we're talking about when we say John is a troll, folks. He just well, can't you're, you're Ron Burgundy. You're going to read what's there, so yeah, he I takes am. advantage of that. I'm Ron <laughs> Burgundy. World of Warcraft. Yeah, we're moving on from that. <laughs> moving you, on. You lost. Yeah, you should really replay Firewatch, though, yeah. on Switch and realize how great it is. Yeah, maybe then you'll have a heart and be like, you know what? Sometimes things end in a painful way, and that's yeah. okay. He almost went there, but she didn't let him. Exactly. Kind of like Colin and, and Greg. should he have? Who knows? It looks like Sean will be pulled towards WoW for a while longer. Blizzard has announced that Basil, Basil, Basil for oh. Basilroth, <laughs> Bell for Azeroth will arrive on August 14th. The game will receive a pre-patch before the expansion's release, acting as a bridge between Legion and the new content. It will add a prologue questline, which the Alliance players retake the Undercity and Horde players uh, raise. Tells still. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, that was that was speculation for a long time. Uh, we we knew the game had to maybe come out before like September. What? You're a nerd. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I like. Um, but and and the reason it had to come out by September was apparently some laws yeah. in Japan about how they 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 were they had to release it by certain. Days. Well, like I said, like from what I had read. They pretty Did much you say have, that to me. No, not that part. But I remember reading somewhere like their their internal goal is a new expansion now every one point five years. And it also, I know this uh, that always that pre patch period before the release is Josh's favorite time because they always jack the XP you earn to help you level because you know they want people who are coming back and wanting to get to level before they hit um, patch 
Uh, so then, like, you know, if they give you a free code, then you can go or ahead. You're going to get a coin, I'm sure, when well, you order it to boost up. But see, people want to save that because then, like, they can come back, they can level that character and say, like, right now, like, is like 95 or 99, right? What? And do the. What are you talking about? Like, they're, say they're main right now. They haven't been playing. Oh, you're saying like a 95. They go ahead and they get that up to 110 so that they're ready for the new content. And then when they get that coin, they're like, oh, look, I have an alt too. That's 110 and ready yeah. to be leveled. Ready to rock it. Yeah. It's going to be crazy to see the alliance in the other city, undercity. And they're right? saying the horde is probably going to burn down. That well, place about, is that place is where the uh, the elves are. What about what you call it? What? Main Lion City, um, Stormwind. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. They're going to raise it. No, they're not. They're, this this swap it kind of makes sense on a map level. Yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. We'll um, see. And you know our our WoW expert Josh called it. So oh, imagine that he read he I read did, a form. There's somebody who knows more than Josh. Don't you ever say that? I, I are you talking about uh yeah yeah he does know old a lot. yellow jacket yeah he knows a lot he knows a lot uh Niantic sells its class action suit we all remember last year the Pokemon Go Fest was a disaster yes. the company has sailed a class action suit that was filed as a result of the event to the amount of 1.6 million the Pokemon Go Fest was plagued with problems with the game constantly crashing and leave many players unable to use the map Niantic tried to make up for the disaster by adding 100 dollars worth of poke coins and issuing an apology uh can't be surprised i mean this is top-notch reporting by our yeah. news team though to, to to bring back this story we reported on to kind of give our listeners you yeah. know like hey what did happen that's probably like right because i'm sure it wasn't like a type of event like i know probably the worst that happened for people was i would imagine would be the hotel booking and things like that i don't think it was like anything like no. how like no, it was a mess. Well, I mean, like, I don't think it was like on the level of like, would it be like if Imagine Comic Con went bad, where it's like, by the way, you yeah, paid, yeah. I you paid three, four hundred dollars to come here this week on top of all the hotel and on top of all your expenses and everything crashed. This was more of like, hey, we're having this event type thing in Chicago. Come out. Oh, man. Yeah, come out. And then everyone gets there. And it's like, well, I, I booked a flight here and I booked this hotel. That's more so what the pain was for everyone, I think, yeah. that came out to this. So. Anything, John? Mm-mm. 1.6 million is a drop in the pan. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Flash in the pan. Or drop in the bucket. I but mean, this yeah. is their one thing. <laughs> this is like it. their, you know. This is like it, two cents per person who filed the I will complaint. Say this. this is like, you know, that was, in my opinion, like their get out free jail card from everyone. Like everyone's like, okay. But if they do this again or like, you know, I know they've got that Harry Potter game that's supposed to be coming out, I think, this fall and something like this happened again, then I think people would just be like, except for the diehards would just be like, no, I think, I think we have something on the Harry Potter thing. CFP. 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 I said CFP. Uh, see if these patch, no pun intended. See what uh, he did there. Yeah. Pirates. Uh, see if these patch one point zero point two has gone live. The game is working to fix a huge, huge, issue. huge, uh, play issue that players have had, which is having to fend off an endless number of respawning enemy ships. Quote, when a ship sinks, we have significantly increased the distance at which the crew's new ship will respawn. Ships will now respawn outside a visible new ship or visible view of the ship that sank them. This is in response to a lot of players' feedback, which highlighted that the previous spawn distance was resulting in griefing behavior and stalemates at forts. I can understand. Yeah, you got to have that balance. Right? I would not know. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be like, I kill you. 
and then you and then you it's like, and it's then, like spawn then, camping like yeah you just spawn right next to me again and it's like well i kill you again <laughs> are you serious i was, mean yeah not to that level but it's like imagine there's an island right here and yeah. we have a battle and then like you spawn here versus like what they're probably going to do where it's like you're here you know, and now you spawn over here you know in the war mode <laughs> it's you're, you're constantly swapping swap uh <laughs> swapping swapping flies swapping swatting <laughs> Ooh. what it, you know like in that's battlefield, while you're you're swatting flies while you're trying to mow the lawn yeah. in, in battlefield the, the war mode when you die depending on how far it's advanced do you want to die when you Sorry. have to die you got to come a long way back so mm-hmm. to to do a big battle system like that i think that works the best so they, i'm glad they fixed that even though i'm never going to play the game true new hitman <laughs> publisher warner brothers has announced they will be publishing hitman and will release hitman the definitive edition on may 18th according to io ceo hakan abrak <laughs> uh, <laughs> quote working with a partner like warner brothers means the team at io can stay focused at what we're good at Making games. Good for them. I'm glad to see. Well, I've always liked uh, Hitman games. And this last iteration of it where it was like the, I don't, I don't even know. It was confusing for me for some reason. Everyone says that second episode of it. Like yeah. The one that's like a beach resort or something. was and awesome. Everyone, everyone says like, that's one of the best Hitman experiences. And they released it all together. And yeah. I, I, I want to pick it up, but this. Go get it. I might, but do this, it. Hitman is legit. When they, when they do them right, they're really fun. Uh, hopefully this will be. Legit. Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery release date. The upcoming mobile RPG will feature a large portion of the film series cast and has a release date of April 25th. Hey, it's right around the corner. Actors returning include Maggie Smith, Michael Gamden, Warwick Davis. Uh, the game will be available for both iOS and Android. Quote, our goal with Harry Potter is to make players feel like uh, for the first time they're actually attending Hogwarts. By including these talented actors in the game, we come one step closer to truly giving fans their own Hogwarts experience. Hopefully that works out. I'm sure people will like Is this it. the same one? This isn't Neatic, is it? I think it is. I should have done these notes a little better. Yeah, yeah or you news. had all day to do them. Yeah, I mean, you had all weekend and you yeah. waited till today to yeah, do it. I had I to mean, play quote-unquote Far Cry a lot. He was saying, my boss isn't here. I didn't play Far Cry one time. You didn't? You had to go see a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was he was doing that balance of of like family life and stuff. Yeah, that he does so well. True. Uh, Divinity Original Sin Two coming to consoles. It will be coming to PS4 and Xbox One in in August. Sorry, not April of 2018. Another game coming out before just, uh, oh my God, October 26. Not a true um, thing. <laughs> developer Larian Studio has announced a partnership with Bandai Namco, which will handle publishing duties for the console. The game you said duties, duties. <laughs> the game will come with an updated user interface, which will be tailored for console play. It will retain all the game's multiplayer modes. This it shouldn't be too much of a shock that did the exact same thing for the first Divinity original sing game. So it makes sense. Hey, you developed this concept for PC. Now it's bring it to console and hopefully make some more money, right? And finally this week. <laughs> or. Why do you look like, Sean looked like the face of a man who like, I just stuck a knife in his leg. <laughs> He's like, that's what it looks like. Yeah, Chris, I don't know if you know that. Finally this week. 
Far Cry 5 sells big. Far Cry 5 is the fastest selling game in the franchise's history. The latest entry, according to Ubisoft, has doubled the sales of Far Cry 4 within its first week. According to sources, that sales number sits at 5 million sold. Far Cry 5 is the second biggest launch ever for Ubisoft, trailing only the division with 310 U.S. domestic and consumer spending over its first week. That shouldn't be too much of a shock. I have to say this, okay? I got to. No, you don't have to. I will. Okay. I mean, the news hit everywhere. News. Yeah. The story popped up on every website. Uh huh. There's one website <laughs> that refused. See, this is to why we say he's got a uh, a grudge. <laughs> it's not a grudge. Mm. It's really not a grudge. Polygon did not once announce this story shame i, I just think that's interesting <laughs> um I, I can't say i'm too shocked because like far cry 3 was the one where they arrived right like two was kind of mixed three was the one that really defined the series four kind of came out so early that there weren't as many consoles out there even though it did well mm-hmm. so it makes sense like now like you're just gonna with- dismiss primal like that though Primal, I, I don't think Primal did that great. I think it did okay, right, but definitely not. Like, when you know how it is, like with Battlefield, like when you put the number on it, people automatically go, I got to get that. Or they think, and like, they it think- makes sense that like now, this being like, we're at this point where it's like, there's what, 110 million consoles or whatever out there for you to buy this game on top of PC. It makes sense that this is to me like their biggest selling one to date. Just like it makes sense to me that Origins is, you know, the biggest selling today for that. I think to, I think to some extent we would all agree Far Cry mm. series is a bent is a bit irreverent. Mm. And I think that people gravitated to this game for a number of reasons. You've got the sure. you've got the diehard fans of Far Cry. Mm-hmm. You've got this and that, but you've also got those that group of people that went, "Oh, look at this, not trying to be anything but irreverent. I want that." Mm. It's the Saints it's the Saints Row fans. You know, it's to some extent the GTA fans. To some extent, the GTA fans. Yeah. Uh, but that better that said, just jumping in there. I think this probably means we will get our Far Cry Six at some point. I'm just a guess. I don't know. Far Cry Primal Two. I doubt that. Like, I didn't like that game much. I don't know. Um, you guys ready to wrap this up? Never. picked up really well email um john you got you got anything for you uh if you want to write your thoughts and opinions in yeah you can write them in the weekly game chat at gmail.com weekly game chat gmail.com and we'll read your opinions just like uh looks like jj master did he says hello weekly game chat crew What's up? I've been a long time listener. I'm just now emailing you guys with a question for my first time ever. <laughs> yeah. What up? What uh, up? How do you feel about Overwatch theme Battle Royale or a entirely new game? I've been getting back into Overwatch grind and really trying to get good with a new character, Bridget. Now, I've also been playing and watching a lot of Fortnite Battle Royale. Quite frankly, I've been thinking 
this way about every game in the past few months, but Overwatch really cast, catches my attention. Maybe Blizzard could combine the components from all the other maps to make one large map. It could also be 20 players instead of 100. Uh, they would definitely need to come up with their own spin on the genre like Fortnite did with the building feature. I know it probably won't happen, but we can fantasize, right? Game on. I think uh, I think I think he's not the only person that's you know thinking about how battle royale can mm-hmm. fit benefit into, your yeah. game. Yeah, but I think I read that the director of Overwatch was uh, opining how battle royale would not exactly work. It wouldn't in it's Overwatch. A, but I was I can't thinking that intelligently. as you read it. It's a different. It's a different type of game. Yeah, but but then again, if you play just the single player mode of of uh, Overwatch, you would or Fortnite. I mean, you'd be like, oh, how would they make a battle royale? And they like, and they did. If they were going to do it, it would have to be a thing where I think first off, I wouldn't just tie it to just Overwatch. If I were Blizzard, I'd be like, no, no, no. We're going to put the skins from all of our games and have maybe over time develop maps for all of our worlds. Like, you know, there's a there's an Overwatch map. There's a Diablo map. There's a WoW map. I'm in. Um, if, if, and, I'm in. And then like, you know, just like kind of the characters or whatever. Obviously, you would need to make it equal for everyone um, and balanced. And, you know, everyone would just have to be a shooter type thing as opposed just, to I mean, it's just like, like all abilities. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could definitely see like where if you do that, you can make a ton of money Dude, on they different make so skins. Much money. Yeah. yeah, because people really love those characters along with the other characters of uh, Blizzard. Yeah. So Activision's probably telling them you will do this. I don't think Activision's allowed to tell them anything. <laughs> They're like, Really? We own this. <laughs> uh, and then Dano writes in says, Hey guys, hope you're well. We are. Hello, Dano. John, tell him hello. Hi. Uh, big thank you for the reply last week. It was lovely to catch up on your podcast during the holiday in Fleming Island in Florida. Uh, I am super excited for E3 this year. But more excited to see the online structure for Nintendo's online service. I was thinking about what kinds of things you would like to see at Nintendo uh, do with that service. Virtual consoles, cloud saves. P.S. Do you think there will be a new versions of the Switch come out this year or next year to resolve the Bluetooth's lack of or cloud storage for backups? P.P.S. Or P.S.S. Sorry. Uh, What would be your favorite game on the Xbox One this generation? Again, you guys are awesome, and thank you so much for the time. You have a great week ahead. Thank you so much. You're awesome, too, Dano. Um, I think we all just want to see that the online service work works and that it's uh, it's okay. Like, it's not too convoluted and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked, what was the other two questions? Uh, he asked us basically what we would like to what he wanted to know what your favorite xbox one game was this generation uh tomb raider you didn't what you didn't play <laughs> uh if you're just talking about all games on xbox i would just i have to default to witcher 3 and i don't so. think i don't think the switch is going to get a new version of it like the game boys do no that, I, that's the console until the next console comes I, out well they may eventually but it's way too early yeah. and that console feels good in your hands like sure I could see them maybe so bleed. It feels good in my hands, John. <laughs> I don't think they need the Bluetooth. Well, no, they do if they want to do headsets. So I guess they, they definitely need to put a headphone jack in a freaking yeah, Pro controller. Yeah. I think that's the bigger thing. Jeez. Maybe they will release an updated iteration that isn't majorly different. Chris, I don't want you to see Twitter. I didn't mean to cut you off, but don't look at Twitter right now. Don't, Chris, don't look. <laughs> That's that I, tw- I, I retweeted that for you, and that was going to be my big <gasps> ending on the on the. 
Thanks, Chris. Okay. You what is it. what is my favorite Xbox One game? Oh, I'd already I'd already seen that. Oh, you, when I yeah, retweeted it? Or? No, I'd seen it like a day or two ago. I was like, no, it just came because, out thirty like three hours ago. It was on Polygon, that site that John says um, done uh, cover things for Movisoft. Okay. <laughs> and there's a big one right there, right? right? Um, but anyways, I didn't say that. <laughs> you did. You no, said no, all that yeah, stuff you started ago. the war. Apparently, we're at war with Polygon. Did I now. say that it doesn't cover Ubisoft? Is that what I said? Yeah. No, that's not yeah, what that's I said. That's the way I took it. That's the way we're taking it from now. Benga <laughs> Chair called. He hates you. <laughs> Don't say um, anything, John. Right? He wants to feed into it. We don't want the lawyer to get involved. I just okay? want to. I just want to personally answer Dano's questions. Our, our lawyer, oh. but but you guys move on. You no, know, cool. it's fine. Twitter, we're, we're, yay! We're, Twitter weekly games chat. What do we got? Oh, you're going to answer the questions. You answer that Crap. damn question. Yeah. I have to answer. Yeah, you've done it to yourself. I think. Uh, I think my favorite Xbox One game was Doom. That's fair. I think. Yeah. Good pick. That's fair. Uh, as far as what was the other question? The online um, service. This yeah. might have very little to do with the online service specifically, mm-hmm. but I'd like to get all my purchases from the Wii U from a digital perspective mm, transferred over nice. to. Well, he did I, ask I about it, cloud services and things. Like I can't that. Yeah. see even them if, doing even if they cloud start right now. Even if they start from the beginning, if they if they start now, as in don't carry over my old purchases. If they start now, that would be something of where I own Mario Brothers. For life because I bought it already. Whether you're on the 3DS or the Wii or the Wii U, you've purchased Super Mario Brothers over and over and over and over. And oh, it's just like, I don't see them doing that. I, it's it, it's it's the right thing to do. We, like we we said, we we literally buy that game every time on no, every platform. Yeah, and and I will continue to do so because that's what a idiot I am. But that is true. Uh, I just um, I just want their online. Sur- uh, never mind. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. No, 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 I think we all are in agreement. Like all we want is for that service to work. Mm-hmm. You know, in it to be like, it, look, they charge twenty bucks a year, and it's worth the twenty dude, bucks. Forever, we wanted to be in a world where Nintendo had in an online world. service to where we could play online games with Nintendo people. Right. That's true. And now it's like this weird thing. We didn't think that it would come out and be this weird thing, or did we? I don't know. But either I way, <laughs> I, I want to see what they say at E3 when, when all that happens. I can't wait. And, to see and, if they have the and he's right. E3 is very, it's close. I will be interested to see if they have the gall to release a game after October 26th. Well, that's where you get those dates. Yeah. They yeah. Pro- like right now, if I were them, I'd roll right into October or November because it's like, you know, you don't have that game on your console. So you don't have to worry about people who only have a switch, like running out and it destroying your other games. Right. But, they it's just like, announced Red Dead on the Switch. <laughs> That'd be the weird thing. Uh, but like at the same time, right? Like if you are a gamer and you're not going to play that, it's like, and you own a Switch and you own an Xbox or whatever. It's like, oh, by the way, here's a game for the fall for you. Here's something. And it's coming like November 7th. Because this is probably the only time this will ever happen in the near future. Uh, Sean, Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry, so I'm going to make this fast. Uh, I want to give a thank you to at Ryan on Um He followed us all the way from Hawaii. So thank you so much for that follow. Uh, we got at Joe Baker underscore one, two, three. How'd thank that you. not make it? Thank you for the follow. How'd what not make it? What are you talking about? John uh, did not post about GTA five hit 90 million. He did. Oh, that, well, I think that broke maybe today. That's unacceptable. 
Because I definitely, yeah. What Chris is reading is I retweeted uh, a mind blown emoji, uh, and it was announced by IGN that Grand Theft Auto Five made more money. Go back up, Chris. Oh, sorry. That's okay. More money than any other form of media in history. Six billion with ninety million That's units sold. Yeah, let that let that process for a minute. Um, and also at um, Tyranno Tortoise, John, this was just Great for name. you. Uh, Chris, if you want to, if you want to pull it up for John, you can, if not, I'll show it to him. I don't know. There was a, there was a video. I don't see it. Um, and he said at weekly games chat, here's a video just for John. Right. So when you click on it, it's a video right here. This is the one he's talking about. It's, um, unearthed footage of Sylvester Stallone and Carl Weathers in a choreographic. That's funny. Um, type thing to get ready for Rocky. So it will look good on screen. I don't know why I don't ever. How do I actually see like what people have sent to us? That would have been under our um, the tweets and replies thing. It would have been under on on the phone. It's under the likes, like the notifications. I don't know if you can gotcha. see it on desktop. No, I see it there. Yeah, there it is. Uh, well, now right there, if you can go find whatever. Ooh. But that's really cool, John. If you get a chance to watch it, they're showing each other. I don't know if you've ever seen okay. it. Yeah, they've they've showed that on a couple of special editions. So of, you've already seen it. I mean. Well, thank you, listener, for thinking of John. No, it's an interesting story. I mean, the story goes they're they're filming everything in in the in the film, and and they're the whole time they're going, how do we get how do we put this how do we put this boxing match and make it look real? And Sylvester Stallone says, "Let me go home, let me kind of choreograph this out on paper, and let's see how this looks." And so, you know, little did they know that Sylvester Stallone was basically writing the template for how boxing matches were to take place from there on out. And they were hmm. amazing. Uh, at Ian, the cheese it, uh, let us know at weekly game chat. PAX was pretty cool. Got to play Detroit become human. Ooh. And a few other games also got a cool Jason. bag. He also got a cool bag for three kills at a PUBG booth. And I noticed that the bag, Chris, do you know what icon that is? Uh, hold. I know who that is. Yes. John, that's a that's an icon that's associated with an act known as Dead Mouse. Um, he's an EDM electronic dance DJ producer guy. There was a period and, where Skrillex decided to give out his phone number. No, no, no. He or did no, that no, it was the other way. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and I asked him. I said, "That is a Dead Mouse logo, right?" And he said, "Yeah. Apparently, he sponsors either PUBG or Xbox or both." He wasn't sure, but he heard that he may have been at PAX one of those days, which would have been really cool because he um, is a. I actually follow him. On Twitch, he's an amazing PUBG player, like mm-hmm. legit. But he has a super cool rig. I think he literally has his own internet tower in his yard. That's his oh, his internet only or something like that. Pretty dope. And then the final thing I was going to show, I retweeted it. And some of you guys have already liked it. Um, if you want to pull it up, Chris, that'd be great. No, you're not oh. going to. Um, but basically, it was Chris seen it a few days ago. Sam Fisher. Oh. Hold. From. No, I got it right here. From what game, Chris? Uh, that would be uh, Splinter Cell. Yeah, it is going to be a confirmed uh, mission, apparently for a Ghost Recon, like maybe hmm, update or something. So that's pretty dope. Get to see <gasps> old Sam. We were just talking about that not too long ago. How you we want another one of those games? So that's true. I all I that that should be a game that comes out after October twenty sixth. <laughs> I'd be a very happy man. Even if no one bought You'd it. You'd be down, would you? Yeah. I'd be right, well, that, that's that, all I care I about. think that's all I got. Let me check the DMs. I don't see any. We're good. We're <laughs> good. Thank you guys so much for the love on the Twitter. Again, at Weekly Game Chat. Yes. Uh, if you like the show, you can subscribe to us. Yeah. 
on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use. If you do that, you'll get a new episode every Wednesday. Just like this one. Guess what? It's one away from 150. That's yeah, you've got guess. 149 of them now to listen to. So y'all shut up for the next 100 or actually really 300 hours because most of these dang things are two hours to begin with. Right? What what kind of math did you just do in your head? I don't know. What was he talking about? 300 hours and two hours and shut up and stuff? 150 episodes times two. It's times two. It's three hours, but they haven't always been two hours. Have they mostly been two hours? Mostly. Um, yeah, or longer. To it. <laughs> we, well, didn't we go through a, pay, a period? Look, where I'm we, rounding up to make us look bigger. I it's understand. what I do with my Richard. It dead. works there. He's no like, one asks questions. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been 149 episodes of Weekly Games Chat. If you like the show, make sure you write a review or drop a five-star rating wherever you do subscribe because it helps people find the show. If you want to write in, as always, you can write your emails to weeklygameschat.gmail.com or you can write your thoughts and opinions at Weekly Games Chat on both Twitter and Facebook. Hey, we're on YouTube. I don't say that enough, but we are out there. So if you search for us, you will find audio copies of our episodes, so if you're like, oh, I didn't get to download the episode this morning, but you but have man, YouTube it's Wednesday, work. and I have YouTube, you can go to the YouTube, go to our channel, Weekly Games Chat, and you will find these episodes, and then you can sit there, and people will be like, why do you got a picture of Nino Cooney up in the background? You know and you what? go like, hey, that's not a real video, I'm just listening to some awesome people talk. And I noticed that we don't have a lot of pictures of like me or John or you. And that's by choice. It's by choice for Chris. <laughs> but if you want to see pictures of me and John, <laughs> we'll be glad to to take pictures together. I'll put John. my dead mouse yeah, helmet on. That, my dead mouse helmet. You don't have I'm, one. I'm stealing yours. Mine's still holding together, too. Ooh. That's a, that's a time for another or story for another time. Uh, well, until the next time, which will be 150 episodes. Yeah. How are we going to commemorate that? We'll talk about some stupid game from EA. Wait, what? Someone's most anticipated fifth game, both of ours, actually. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> yeah. Um, until next time, I say game on to you, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Ooh. Chris and Sean. See you next week shut for the down. 150. No, he, he, you gotta shut it down. He keeps singing. Yeah, and I think copyright. I don't know who wrote it, but you stole it. from it. a commercial for like cigarettes or something <laughs> in the in 1980s. Joe Camel. <laughs> he said Joe Camel, John. See, Joe Camel is. Yeah. Remember that? Um, <laughs> Look at that pretty girl. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Have a great week. Thug life, I guess. Cool. <laughs>